All right, that's great. Uh, Neil, into episode three. If you're landing here at episode three, of course, go back a couple of episodes before this. Actually, now I realise the starfish numbering is probably episode 67 or something. So just go back a couple and start off at the start if you like. But if you want to jump in here, we've been talking about the reality of who we are in Christ uh, and how we how we walk in that reality, and that's going to be a theme that keeps coming up. Neil's talking about the perspective that we you've got a message from God um, to share with us. This is Neil Gamble, who's with us from America, a regular visitor here. We um, we've been blessed to have you with us, Neil. And uh, what have you seen? What have you heard while you've been here with us this couple of weeks in Australia? I'm seeing the same reality that I see all over the world and that people have discovered intimacy in many places. It's the, the, the move of the Holy Spirit has caused us to recognize intimacy is, is where God wants to take us because intimacy is about love and God is love. Love never fails. So as we move closer to the end, it has to end up being about love. So that seems to be something that's all over the world at the present. But... In God instituting this, the change that he did a couple years ago that caused us to be in this place, there's now this place that we need to, um, the change has happened and we actually need to shift into this place. There's a shift that we have to do that is our decision and our choice. So God has brought this stuff, and on this trip I'm realizing that much of it is the change of perspective is constant in it, but it's a shift. We have to find a place where we do not try and work this out, that we truly do shift um, into this new place that we exist in. Um, So everything that God seems to be doing during this time is there are different revelations, which I really don't want to go into in a short podcast, but these things that are happening since I came here are telling uh, me that the shift is not something we can uh, slowly walk into. It's going to be a choice to live there. Mm. It's like you, you quit one job and you've been working at this job for seven years and you are... Uh, say a foreman in this place and you quit it and you go the next day and you get hired at a different pod, different place, you're still in the position of foreman but the activity is totally different. Mm. One was a manufacturing plant and the other one is a construction. You don't get a year to let go of what you have done for seven years. You don't get to say, "I'm, I'm working on it. I, I know I work in a new place, but mm. you know I've got all these old things that I've done for seven years. Mm. No, not going to fly. That first day, you have to walk in a new place. You have to shift. Mm. That that you did doesn't leave you. It makes you who you are, but there is a shift mm. instantly. I work in a new place. I have a whole new purpose. Um, there's a whole new product. There's a whole difference of what I'm going to produce. And it, I'm hearing from when you have spoken while you've been here that that shift is in particular a shift of perspective and you're yeah. seeing people here have started that shift in perspective. Yes. And most of the people I'm running into are in the place of frustration because they know that there's a shift 
but the comprehension of how to actually just do it. Mm. Um, we have been taught in Christianity that everything's a process of time. Mm. Uh, eternity is, a process, is, is not a process of time. It's a place without time. Mm. So our position in Christ is not going to become a reality over time. It is. Mm. So we need to pick up and shift into this place where I begin to look at things differently, where I begin to see them from the perspective of who I am mm. and not try and see them to get the perspective of who I am. Yeah, so there's a shift in perspective about who I am as an individual, but a shift in perspective about what we've done before and that God is doing new things, that there is a newness about me. Yeah, I mean, every day is new. It's, yeah, it's a newness, and but it's really a revelation of the reality of the beginning. Mm. You know, we were created in God's likeness, in His image. Our natural place is to be loved. Okay, we've had Jesus come redeem us from the sin that kept us from that position. Now we're in that position again. Mm. Even better, because nothing can break that covenant that Jesus won back our place with God. Mm. Our intimacy with God is there. Mm. It's the choice to walk in it. People are always telling me, well, I don't know how to hear God's voice. And I'm always telling them that's ludicrous, you know, in a yeah. sense, because you can't be who you are without hearing God's voice. Mm. It's mm. impossible. You can't even repent without God's yeah. voice. Yeah. And for our people here in Australia, even though people listen to this elsewhere, uh, we, we're told, um, you're seeing the same shift here that you're seeing in other parts of the world. Absolutely. The same frustrations, the same uh, wonder and desire to walk in it, but the inability to know. Mm. So that also is not about learning, it's about accepting. Mm. Because God is talking to us all. We're all in this place of frustration. Well, frustration comes from not having the ability to walk out who you are. Mm. So everybody being frustrated with not seeing the miraculous, with not yeah. seeing all these things prove mm. that our, our position actually is. Yeah. Is there a frustration here about, you just mentioned it, the not seeing the miraculous oh. that is... More so here than, say, in India or no. South Africa or no. everywhere there's this same frustration. Among I think this is really helpful for our church who don't get to see what's happening in other places. You have this fantasized idea of what things look like on the ground in, say, yeah. India. But you're saying we, they are experiencing the same sort of frustration. So amongst Christians that have been in traditional Christianity, the same frustration is everywhere. In the places where they didn't have traditional Christianity and they're coming to Christ through discipleship movements, DMMs or house church movements, whatever you want to call them, where there is a fresh people and a fresh wave of God reaching the lost, they don't suffer from that frustration because they're getting the very foundation of intimacy and obedience and the miraculous. Mm. So it's the, it's the foundation for which they move from. So we're trying to actually get rid of bad habits. Yeah, and this is that's what I was sensing with what you're saying, is they're, they're experiencing a freedom because they've just been given the essential truth of their yep. intimacy and love yep. of Father. Yep. And all of the tools, techniques, manuals, books, texts, etc., that's not piled on their back. Nope. They're just getting down and doing, walking yep. in that reality. Yes. They don't have to let go of a bunch of stuff. Mm. 
we unfortunately, people's best intentions have led us to the place where a lot of our Christianity is a traditional experience. Mm. And whenever God moves, right shortly after that, we as people will form a tradition around it. If you heal by me touching someone's nose, <laughs> I'm going to touch the next person's nose. <laughs> or spit in the ears yeah, or whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> because you did something, mm. I'm going to make that and put it in a box and mm. it'll be a tradition. Mm. So, And can I just pick you up there because I know we talked about this during your time. You, you Just a little humbling moment for you. you. You came across this in India, I think, where you guys, you hadn't experienced something worked in one place, and it was only a couple of places later you realized, gee, we were trying to just photocopy what we did in the first place. Yes. And even on the edge where there isn't Christianity, it doesn't work. Mm. You know, you cannot do things the same way. Every, every person, every place is different. You know, we've got 8 billion people almost, and everybody has a different fingerprint. Mm. God still hasn't quit creating. Mm. There's still more options. But we tend to, to walk in what has happened. You know, we have one place in the Bible where people walked around a city mm. for seven days. And on the seventh day, the walls were pushed down. And what do we do around all our cities? We want to walk around the walls. And this, um, that creativity, the 8 billion fingerprints thing, you know, when it comes to hearing from Father and trusting what we hear, we're bound to hear something. Different yep. to what we've heard or seen before. Absolutely. Because he's the creative one. Yeah, he's always moving out to where there is no precedence. Mm. There's a principle, but there isn't a precedence. Mm. You know, you look through the Bible, and every one of those guys were asked to do something that hadn't been done before. Mm. The precedence, you know, is, is not in the past. The principle is there, and the principle is... Uh, I'm the same, but everything is constantly changing. Mm. So should we experience a freedom from that truth itself? Absolutely. Because we don't have to worry about what we did before and yeah. whether it worked or not. Yeah, yeah. and if God does tell you to walk around a city, it's okay. That mm. could be God because of where you're at and what you're experiencing. But if we're doing it because someone else did it or this is what worked in the past and this is what he did at Jericho, so it must work in my city, mm. it's probably not going to be that... It's productive. Yeah, and that gets me to the, the power of um, realizing that God wants to use each and every one of us. Because people, the, the same sort of this is how God works concept we see in churches with the healing team or the prayer team or the pastoral or the preacher is someone gets an unction, you know, gave a story like this about an unction that God wants them to go and do something. They're like, well, that's not the way it's done, and this church doesn't see testimony in how it's done that way, so I'm not going to do it. Yeah, yeah, we are. We we all tend to live from the past, and it dictates our future instead of letting go of the past mm. and letting God be the future. Yeah. So we're all prone to it. I don't care what we are. We're all prone to make a tradition or to start following something that worked yesterday, and. Uh, you know, God tells us that uh, we're supposed to live today. And is God also searching for people who, notwithstanding that there are other people that do that thing, yeah. you got to stand up. If you get a word yeah. to say or do something, you just go ahead and do it. We, yes, but that's a scary thing because um, people fear heresy and they fear being wrong. Mm. And there will always be people that do wrong. There will always be people that do walk in heresy. There will always be those things. But we're afraid of that to the point that we, we don't have the freedom to do. Mm. And, I'm, and 
and I know that there's going to be wrong, and that because of what I'm saying, people are actually going to do stuff that is not God and say, God told me. Mm. I'm aware of that. Mm. And people tell me, you can't speak and teach what you do because it's going to cause heresy. Okay, what Jesus taught caused heresy. You know, the heresy is a reality of mankind and his need to be predominant. Mm. And so he will twist, he will change. That has happened from the beginning. The very beginning, Satan twisted a truth that caused what mm. we're walking in. And that's probably a good point for you to maybe in these last few minutes of this episode to lay out again for those who are hearing for the first time about hearing from God and, and acting on what you hear, the things about what that, the, the, you know, that there has to be a truth before there's a lie. Just, I know you've got to explain this over and over again, but you want to just spend a couple of minutes explaining that? So when the enemy comes and says that can't be God or no, you can't do that or you're not worthy, those are all doubts and fears. They all are lies. Um, and the reality is, is they never show up unless there's a truth. If there is no truth, there is no place for doubt. There is no place for a lie. There is no place for fear if there isn't a truth. Mm. So God is the truth. He speaks the truth. And then the enemy instantly will add to it, change it, add a word, change the perspective, change the focus. He wants to move you away from that. Satan can't create an answer. He has to wait for a truth so then he can twist it. Mm. So in that, even with Eve, he says, did God indeed say? Mm. God had to speak first, and there had to be a truth before there can be a deception. So we tend to go, how can what I've heard be God instead of why wouldn't it be God? Mm. And uh, my perspective changed years ago, and I erased that thought from my mind and replaced it with, I ask a different question. Why wouldn't what I hear be God? Mm. And from that, there are times when I can then go, oh, this isn't God. There was a word before that. There was something before that that God spoke, established through a thought, whatever, however he got it to me through scripture, whatever, that then this other seed comes from that twists it. Mm. So uh, I, I'm always telling people, why wouldn't it be God? Mm. And they're going, oh, that, that could cause problems because a lot of people are going to say it's God when it's not. Yeah. And what about um, people who think, well, this my Bible doesn't cover this territory, or um, <laughs> this sounds like the opposite of what I read in my Bible. How do you tackle that when you're hearing something? Because it's sometimes it's a, it's a hot moment. You're in a church gathering or something, and it's there, and you're instantly rolling through it. We have need of coming back to what we started these podcast with an exposition mm. and perspective. All of that will affect how and what we hear. All of that is going to affect how we react. So if, again, we've got to come back and establish our position and recognize the reality of what God says who we are. Mm. Then that changes our confidence. It changes and removes so many things. Um, it's always going to be scary to hear and say God said. Mm. There's always, we're people, we're not going to be perfect. Mm. Our fear that our imperfection will destroy our relationship is, is ludicrous. You know, I've been wrong with my wife and several times. <laughs> she still loves me. Mm. She's still my wife. Mm. Okay, so I have need of that perspective change that I have to be perfect. That's not a reality. Jesus is perfect. Mm. I get to walk in the freedom of being Neil 
I'm not giving myself a license to sin or to do wrong, but I have to recognize I don't have to be perfect. Mm. If I get it wrong, okay. God says that he will make everything work together for good to those that love the Lord and are mm. called according to his purpose. Mm. So even if I miss it, there's going to be good mm. because I'm going to give it to God. I'm going to acknowledge, oops, that wasn't exactly what God said. Mm. Okay. But in the midst of that, there will be people who are going to do wrong for personal gain, for mm. the, somebody to, to look at them as being a person of honor when yep. they're not. That, that's going to be a reality. And that's part of the importance of being part of a community of faith, isn't it? Yeah, because absolutely. the humility in having to walk out that, well, this is what I heard, this is what we thought was going on, and walking that out is... Yeah. A very important part of the process. If, if I'm not accountable to others around me and we're not on an even playing field and they do not speak into my life, then I'm, I'm, I'm in a very dangerous place. Hmm. Community is my preservation, my accountability, being willing to listen to others, being willing to be corrected, hmm. being willing to change is imperative if we're going to walk like Christ. Yeah. Good. I'll, I'll just pause there for a second. Back soon. No.